0: Welcome back to episode two of the Winners Enclosure podcast. Last week we ran through the ITV races for Saturday. Myself, I managed to pick up two winners. The Winners Enclosure had one and Hannah currently with zero. So hopefully we can all do a little bit better this week. And I am a bit more confident this week. Last weekend was some tricky racing and some competitive racing at Cheltenham um for sure. This week we're looking at Weatherby, Ascot and Downmore with the return of some big names in racing like Surname and Paisley Park. Um, so it's some exciting racing coming up, Hannah.
1: Yes, it is. So we are going to be covering the card this week, um, as Frankie mentioned, whether we Ascot and Dunn Royal, some very exciting races. So um, it'd be great to talk about those. Uh, but just quickly talking about uh, what we had last week. So I think kind of the case of uh, second items last week, um, a couple I had were non-runners. Um, I was really disappointed with Royal Patronage. Um, Max Vegas surprised me, actually. In hindsight, that was the one I picked. And then I thought, mm, I don't know if it will run so well. But it came second, so it surprised me. Um, okay. But yeah, how, how did it go for you, Frankie? Because obviously you were at Cheltenham.
0: Yeah, Cheltenham, I didn't manage to pick a single winner. It was tricky racing. Um, you had a few upsets with Tritonic being beat. Um, Sammy Twiston rode a double on I like to move it and they came into the winner's enclosure playing I like to move it, move it, which was a good guy. I thought he was going to bust out some dance moves at one point. Um, the impressive winner for me was Luxembourg um, over seven furlongs. And yeah, that was a really impressive winner. And then the other one, um, again, wasn't at Cheltenham, it was um So annoyingly, considering I was at Cheltenham, but I did say it was tricky racing. It was a good day, um, but a couple of upsets. So hopefully, fingers crossed this week, some of the more obvious ones, or at least we can find some obvious ones.
1: Exactly. Uh, right then. So let's get stuck into it. So we're going to start at Weatherby. So the one twenty bet three six five handicap chase. Now the winners enclosure have gone for Tarapino. Now the one I am going for, let me just get my sheet ready, uh, is now. Let me think if I'm saying this right. So Jerry Colt Rock. Now that's uh, trained by David Pipe. Um, Now looking at this, so it's won three of its four starts after having wind surgery. It seems to go well fresh. Um, he is stepping up in trip, two miles three. Um, the last time at this distance he came three from four. Um, so, I, I currently think he is the favourite. Obviously, bearing in mind we are recording this uh, two days before the day, so um, of course the market will change. But I do think he'll go well and that is my pick for the first race at Weatherby.
0: Nice. I'm going to go with uh, Temple Hills, another of Nigel Twiston's obviously had two at Cheltenham, um, yards yeah, in good form at the moment, and um, took a little bit of dip in form last year, um, but went well first time out a couple of weeks ago. It's gone well fresh in the past, and I think it can improve again off what are pretty fair weightings, in my opinion. So although a disappointing back end of last year, probably hence the price being a little bit bigger, has come out last time out. Pretty well. Yeah, I was in I think
1: it'll go well. At Eleven to one. So moving on to the one fifty-five, the Bet Three Six Five Mares Hurdle. The winning enclosure going for Molly Ollie's Wishes. Now I'm agreeing with this one. My pick is Molly Ollie Wishes, um, the dream team, which is the Skeletons. So she placed at this distance before. Uh, last timed out, she placed third at Fontwell at two mile three, and prior to this, one, her last three races. She does seem to run better on the soft ground. Now I. From what I read, I think there's going to be a bit more rain, I do believe. Now, I didn't actually note down what the uh, conditions were at the moment, um, but I watched one of her replays earlier, and I think she's very impressive. So that's who I'm going with in that one.
0: Full house. I'm, uh, I'm in the same camp, Molly Oli's Wishes. Uh, they have got the going as good at the moment, but fingers crossed it does soften up a little bit, as I said best work has been done on softer heavy ground but ran some high ratings um looked an impressive horse and i just don't think that miranda the favorite is strong enough um i reckon you could even see Molly which is going off his favorite on the day so yeah full house from all of us
1: so the half past two bet 365 hurdle uh now i am going with the winner's enclosure, Paisley Park. And I was reading up um, a bit on Emma Lavelle and what she's got going on at the moment. So Paisley Park seasonal debut, uh, but last time we saw him was at Aintree and he was the second favorite and he was pulled up. Now, even though we had that slip up, I do still, I still have the faith. Um, so he has had a few issues last season, but he does seem to go well fresh. Uh, back from a break each time he has placed. So. I think this could be a good one. Um, and the words of Emma, uh, Emma Laval that I was reading earlier has said that she's getting him started earlier, and this one run will determine whether he'll go over fences. So you know it's going to be a bit of a see how it goes. But you know he's a great horse. Um, he's up against another stairs hurdle winner, so it's going to be a good race. It's definitely a brilliant one to watch.
0: There'll be a lot of people cheering for Paisley Park. That's for sure. a Bit of a, yeah. a fan favourite, especially around Cheltenham. Uh, mm. I'm going to go against Faisley Parker, but I, I do love the horse and got some good memories at Cheltenham in the States. Um, I just think Master Tommy Turk is a bit of a machine. and I, th- I mean, you're taking a bit of a risk here, at going in a slightly different race than what it's used to. Um, but I think it's a machine of a horse, and I reckon it might be a bit of a surprise on the weekend.
1: So now we go into the big one, the 1505, the Bet365 Charlie Hall chase. Uh, now, Frankie, I'm going to pass this one over to you first. What do you think about this one? The winner's enclosure has gone for Shan Blue.
0: Um, surname, I'm going with 65 favourite, Paul Nichols. Um, a very, very popular, very, very impressive horse. Obviously, had last couple of runs, a couple of issues, and it pulled up at one, or maybe even the last two. Um, I'm hoping that the fact it's back in a three miler. It's a slightly slower race, and it would just give the horse a chance to get into this race. Um, it Just looked a little bit out of sorts the last couple of times in slightly quicker races um, over three miles. If it can get into that rhythm that we know it can, jumps brilliantly when it's into a good stride, and if it can settle, then I think it's too good for everything else in this race.
1: Mm. I'm siding with the winners' enclosure here with Shan Blue. Uh, Dan Skelton's already had a cracker of a season so far. Um, obviously last weekend with third time Lucky in All Mankind. Um, really talented novice. Uh, he won the star at Kempton on Boxing Day and second in two other grade ones. So yeah, he's a great horse. It's going to be a highlight to obviously see his surname back in action. Um, his last two runs, as you mentioned, were disappointing. Pulled up both at Ascot and Kempton. Um, but, you know, Chamblou, Younger, n- you could say new kids on the blocks coming through i just think it'd be a, a really great race um really interesting to see as well because you know like i said it's gonna be lots of hype with surnames so it'll be interesting to see uh where the market goes definitely you know he's achieved a lot more but my pick for this one is Shamblu.
0: how impressive was third time lucky by the first time offences that was a highlight of the weekend
1: floating absolutely floating over those what was it like to see in person
0: Impressive, and luckily I talked it up as going to be impressive chasing before, so I was happy with myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those kind of waiting for the first fence, you like, come on, come on, and then it just pinged it. In like, yes.
1: Yeah,
0: no. One One thing I was going to say, I almost went, went uh, for this just because a Paul Nichols treble could definitely be on the cards mm. with Miranda, uh, Master Tommy Tucker, and Surname. Quick quick fire treble for Nichols. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. He's got a bit of a charge going up to Weatherby. Uh, mm. So obviously I haven't them all, but two masters like it. And um, so the no, yeah, other would be just to go with the obvious Miranda to make it a treble, but I'll stick with, stick with what I've got.
1: Paul <laughs> well, Nichols had a winner yesterday, actually, at Taunton, which is nice to see. Um, okay, so then the last one from Weatherby is the 1540 uh, Bet365 handicap hurdle. The winner's enclosure have gone four. Now... I'm going to be honest, the way I've written that, I can't actually see what it says. Have you put that down, Frankie?
0: when is what is Enclosure come from Mackenberg?
1: Yeah, see, I don't know about my handwriting there. Um, <laughs> so this one, I am actually going for Rattle Owl. Now, when I was looking at the market earlier, um, he's not up there. He's quite a, a big price, but he's, there. he's out of Cave Tara, obviously, as we know, as a leading national hunt sire. Last time I one at Sedgefield for Oakley Brown at 92, and that was on good ground. So obviously the ground conditions, I think, like as you said, didn't you, it was good ground at the moment. Um, I think I read there'll be a bit more rain, I think they've watered it as well actually, so I don't know what will happen there, but... Obviously, that depends. Um, he's won two from his six starts, both with Oakley Brown, and I believe that um, he'll be riding him again on Saturday. And he's won twice at this distance before. So this is what I'm actually going to keep an eye on on the market because, like I said, I just I was having a look, and I do quite fancy this one. So that's Lau, and that's my pick for the 340.
0: Oh, I've gone with the winner's enclosure. I reckon this is a strong bet. If I had to, if I had to put, it, put down a nap, this would be it for the whole weekend, I think. Um, it went off hot favourite in a class three, it went pretty well in grade two company. And now it won a, won a class four last time. I was just kind of gone. Grade one went well enough, grade three, hot favourite, grade four won that. Um, also class four, and um, in a class four on Saturday at pretty fair weights. Um, I think it's deserved favourite. I reckon five to one as well, you, you can play that each way, and I can't see outside the placing.
1: Okay, so now, if we can hand it over to you because we're going to move on to Ascot now. Ascot, what
0: have we got first? We are starting with the 135 uh, underwriting Chase and The Wedding well, Enclosure and myself. Let me just check. Um, yeah, both gone for NASLAM. Five to one. Um, coming in for its Chase debut, Jamie Moore on board. I just think... The pairing of it being a decent hurdler um, and then getting in off, I think, quite a handy weight of 10 stone 12. I don't know if it's... I think it might be lights in the race. Yeah, joint lights in the race. So it's only carrying 10, 12 and um, was a decent hurdler. I think that's... Well, I'd say it's good by 5 to 1. Obviously, it hasn't been chasing before, so it's, you, don't, you don't quite know, but uh, definitely in with the chance of a jump 12.
1: I'm going for, uh, in the colours of the late tremor Hemings, I'm going for Sam Barton. Um, again, another Emma Laval trained horse, ran nicely at Doncaster back in January, uh, where he was the second favourite, in the same distance, over two mile three on soft ground. Now, he's only had one win out of his five starts, um, but he's a very smart horse and he likes his jump in, so I think he'll go well on Saturday.
0: Nice. Um, next up is Class 1 Handicap uh listed race the london handicap hurdle and oh, goodness, this is a tricky race it's one of those soaring glory obviously ran in the supreme it every everything got demolished by i appreciate it but that is a freak of a horse and i the thing that maybe makes me want to side with soaring glory was if you had bally adam in this race i think it'd be nearly even money favorite and soaring glory was only a couple of links behind it but i just I just can't have it. I don't think it's good enough. Um, so my pick is going to be Boot Hill. Um, it's far less unexposed. It's gone, you know, one while in the bumper, one while in the next race off a very short price. Um, we don't quite know what it's going to be like, but I just don't think soaring glory is good enough to select that over Boot Hill. So my selection is Boot Hill. The winners enclosure have gone also with Boot Hill, at around four to one seventy-two.
1: So um, I'm going for Soaring Glory, which I do believe, I think that is the favourite at the moment. So like you said, um, won the uh, Betford Hurdle last season and finished strongly. Um, he'll be ridden by Tom Scudamore, um this time because I think John uh, Jr. has got an injury. So a bit of a, a, bit of a shake up there. We'll see how the pair go together. Um, but like you said, you know, you're going with Boot Hill, and that's who he'll be taking on. I think it'll be a very exciting race. Um, but yeah, that's who I'm going for in the 210.
0: Yeah, good race for I love these short hurdle races. Good to watch. The next one's quite a tricky one. Um handicapped chase, class one list. And the market is, you know, I mean there's not much difference at the top. Um, you have got a favorite at threes, but most of them are hanging around kind of four, five, six someone. Um, the winners enclosure have gone with Sully Dock or Doc A. Um, at six to one, I am going to take a chance on top weight, one for Rosie. Um, ran in some very competitive hurdle races with the likes of Angel's Breath and Brewing Up a Storm. And then since going chasing, it has done absolutely nothing wrong. The only question is, can I get away with being top weight? Um, I think it's best horse in the race. As I said, very good hurdler. Um, done nothing wrong chasing, it's just carrying a fair bit of weight.
1: So in this one, I'm going with Amula Gold. Um, last time out, was beaten heavily at Cheltenham. Um, he started last season strongly winning at Weatherby on October 14th and Asker on the 31st last year. Um, so I think he can do it again. His two runs after this, he came second. Um, so, you know, we're starting the season fresh again. I think he will go well. Um, yeah, that's who I'm going for in that one.
0: Amula Gold. Mm-hmm. Bridget Andrews, nice. Um, right, 320. We have got the Gold Cup Handicap Chase, two mile seven. And again, another very competitive race this. These handicaps at Ascot I think are tricky races to call the winner in for sure. A good racing, um, but it's yeah, it's hard to select one. Uh, winners Enclosure and myself have both gone for John B, um, for Tom Lacey. And I think purely based off of it going pretty well last time out, um and looking at the weightings only carrying ten stone eight. Um I think it does have a fair chance. I mean, last time out was its first time over a longer trip and it well, it comes second, um, only by a couple of lengths to have to go lucky, which is a very good horse. So hoping it kicks on from that and should perform similarly again. I think it's got a good chance in this.
1: Yep, I'm going with the same. So um, with yourself and Winner's Enclosure, um, yeah. I, last time out, did well. Came second to Happy Go Lucky. Um, prior to that, it fell at Weatherby. But you know, I think the the last trip did it good, and I think it's only going to go well again. So yeah, I'm going with both of you there for uh, the fifteen twenty.
0: Full house. Hopefully, that's not a curse. Well, Whatever we tipped up last week, and we all agreed on it. <laughs> um, last one and a good one to finish at Down um 250 grade one three miler gold cup winner in there thrown on absolute fan favourite Galvin very impressive um, last year a winner at Cheltenham as well down to work Ravenhill it's a uh, it's a very, very good race. Um, shame there's a few, not a few more running in there, but I mean, the top three or top four in the bang are all exciting horses. The winners in enclosure have gone with Manila Indo. I mean, an obvious selection. Henry de had Rachel Blackmore, Gold Cup winning horse, absolute machine. <laughs> um, as far as stairs go, um, you know, you don't really get better. I'm going to take it on with Galvin. Um... I think Galvin was very impressive last season. Everything you kind of expected it to do and improve, it did. It won at Cheltenham. And the thing that potentially gives it that slight competitive edge is that it has had a run. And it was very impressive already. The other two, this is going to be their first run of the year. And stays like this, maybe they want a little bit of time um, to get into the season. So Galvin, I think, has more to come. I think it can be a bit of an upset. And I'd have Galvin as a Gold Cup horse this year. So, fingers uh,
1: crossed. Well, after the stellar season that Henry de Bromhead had, I am siding. Also with the winner's enclosure, which is Manila Endo. Now, I was just looking at previous winners, okay? So, um, if you just take a look at Corto star's um, previous records, he came out of this race after winning it and then won a Gold Cup. So, by looking at the history, um, you know, the connection between the gold cup and, and this race is good and obviously Melina Endo is a gold cup winner anyway so what's to say after this if Melina Endo comes in first that he uh, couldn't win the gold cup again um, I'm looking forward to seeing Paul Nichols and uh, Brian Frost team uh, back with Frogen. I think that would be nice to see um, but yes like you said for Melina Endo three wins last season um, but we last saw him at uh, the Cheltenham Gold Cup which was a, a brilliant race and he goes well fresh so that is my pick for this one and I'm really rooting for Henry de Bromhead and the team I mean they're just fantastic and I think like I said last season absolutely brilliant um, great to see so hopefully you
0: get, you get back, back, back on board after her injury um... yes
1: exactly exactly I mean she's just fantastic, I'm a huge fan, I'm sure like many of uh, Rachel Blackmore so yeah, rooting for that team on Saturday so yes that is my pick for the uh, Ladbrokes Champion Chase
0: and that's the locks, 10 races in total we've covered there one of the ITV races um, Weatherby, Ascot, Dan Morale the couple that we all agreed on with John B at Ascot and one other, uh, Molly Ollie's Wishes at Weatherby Be looking out for them. Um, some some great racing. Um, You know Paisley Park back, surnames back, and uh, exciting ones in there. So um, yeah, real good, real good weekends racing. I'm looking forward to it. Mm,
1: it'll be a brilliant day because there's so much to see and so much to look forward to as well. So now we're well into the jump season. It's, it's brilliant. I'm
0: at Sorry, so I said I'm at Weatherby, so hopefully, unlike Chatham last week, I actually <laughs> picked some picked some winners. <laughs>
1: It might be a luck thing if you there and you don't pick any winners, um, but no, I'm I'm sure that'd be that be brilliant. Um, but like I said, you know, being back at Taunton yesterday, well, not being back, I hadn't been there before, but the, you know, being back to the jumps, it was absolutely brilliant, and you know, seeing some absolute stars come out again, is going to be fantastic. And I think everyone's, you know, getting stuck into the season, and there's so much to look forward to. So it's going to be a good day on Saturday, uh, plenty to watch, plenty to see. Envious of you at Weatherby, you can have a brilliant time um so yeah so for you guys that are listening slash watching um we will see you all again next saturday for more but good luck on all your bets and we'll see you all soon